Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where we explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I'm your host, Christiana, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Today's episode is based on a 2022 Instagram Live recording with a special guest, Mary Oxnar. I met Mary on Instagram, where she is available at Mary Oxnar. And she got me started with yoga because she teaches beginner yoga tutorials to help you get started practicing. She also has an app that's called Yoga Plus. And I'm super thrilled that she is here with us today to share some of her wellness secrets. So let's hear it from Mary. I'm going to be talking with Mary Oxner. Super excited about women in wellness. Happy Wednesday. Wellness yeah, Wednesday. happy Wednesday. So Mary, um, why don't you tell us a little bit where you are you right now and maybe what is your secret superpower because you're <laughs> certainly so inspiring to all of us in this woman in wellness. I love that question of, you know, what is my superpower? Because I don't think enough of us take the time to really pause and reflect on what are we really good at? Like, what do we really thrive in? Um, so when you asked me that, you want to know what came to mind for me first is my ability to feel my feelings, being an emotional person. I think that is my superpower. Um, and I want to expand on that just a little bit more. I feel like my whole life being emotional was kind of frowned upon. Like, and, and that's not like, it wasn't like my mom and dad didn't want me to show emotions. I could always come to them for it, but it's like society. Like, you know, you'd apologize, like, oh, you'd start crying. You try to hold it back or you try to like make sure no one could see that you were crying or upset about something. And I feel like so many people try to suppress that when it's happening instead of opening it up and allowing it to just flow and be and then you and then you process those feelings that you're going through um so i think that's my superpower and i encourage other people to kind of take note you know do i feel like do i catch myself apologizing for how i'm feeling do i catch myself holding things back and if so how are you able to take a step to shift that into allowing yourself to feel I think that that's such an important thing, as you mentioned, learning and listening to your feelings, because when you connect with yoga, you also feel certain things in your body. And some days your body doesn't feel great. So maybe just working through that, acknowledging it, because maybe your mind hasn't quite registered it. But then mm -hmm. your body tells you hmm, something isn't quite right today. That's okay. On some days I can do the split just perfectly. And on some other days I'm like, I give myself grace. It's not happening today. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Honoring your body is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from yoga. Always like prior to when I started practicing, it was always like, push yourself to the limit, go as hard as you can. Like, you know, don't stop. Like if you, you know, keep going, push, push, push. And it was very like that masculine energy of like, go, go, go push further, strive. Like you're never satisfied where I feel like when I started practicing yoga, it kind of shifted that for me. And that's what made it so much more enjoyable and made me want to keep showing up on my mat was that I was able to honor myself for exactly as I was in that moment. Mm -hmm. And if that day I felt like pushing myself, hell yeah. If I didn't feel like, I, if I felt like I needed more rest and relaxation, 
I would honor that and I would do that. And it's, it's such an important thing. And you'll find that when you learn how to do that on your yoga mat, you'll start to be able to do that in your time off of the mat too. You know, you'll start to do that in your everyday life. Yeah, because yoga can be challenging and can be restorative. It's just there are these different facets. And as you mentioned, you need to listen to your body or your feelings and then respond accordingly. We talked about the mind, we talked about the body, and May is all about mental health as well. So let's maybe also talk a little bit about the challenges. What challenges did you experience and how did you overcome them yourself? So... I, there's so many different challenges that I've had to overcome, you know, throughout mm -hmm. this journey. Um, I think one of the biggest ones, which is just a general theme is overcoming that fear or that self doubt, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not good enough to do this or that fear of failure is if I do this, am I going to fail? Are people going to laugh at me? Like, is it, is it going to be an embarrassment? Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of has been one of the challenges that I've seen come up many times throughout my journey w through yoga as well as entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, I know for me, like the biggest challenge for me was building up that courage and that bravery to quit my job, my full-time comfortable, easy job that I knew what I was doing <laughs> to start a business that I kind of didn't know exactly what I was doing. And to get to that place, to, to work through those limiting beliefs that I had and to build that confidence in myself and to be able to you know, let go of the how and trust and have faith that if this is what I want, if this is what I'm striving for, I will get there in my own time. I will be guided, you know, in whatever you believe in, the universe, God, source, energy will guide me towards where I need to be headed and what my, you know, destination is. So, mm -hmm. you know, I say that that is a lot easier said than done. It takes practice you know, as you continue to evolve on your journey, um, new challenges are going to show up for you. Um, it's kind of a never ending thing. And, and you just learn how to get better and better at processing and working through them. So like I said, the biggest one for me was probably quitting my job to oh do something that I felt very called to do and very passionate about. When on paper, it might not have made sense. You know, it's like, again, going from that safe, comfortable place to this very scary, unknown place. But being able to work through that and do that makes me so much more confident moving forward whenever new things start to scare me, scare me or make me feel, um, you know, that unease or am I good enough or am I going to fail? It's like you practice working through that. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes in life, you kind of have to look at what deep down did I always want to do? Maybe that's something I wanted to do. So why wait? Let's just do it. Yep. Um, it's, and sometimes you think there's never going to be the perfect time where everything lines up. And it seems like this is the time I should quit my job. <laughs> just go for it. And then everything right. might fall into place, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's it's definitely very scary. And to have faith in that unknown is, like I said, it's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. It took me years to get to that point where I actually made that leap. Mm -hmm. But now in hindsight, looking back, it's the greatest decision I have ever made. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we when we feel that nudge and that tug within our heart and soul to do something, for me, it was start a business, but it could be anything. Um you know, that's where we need to trust that inner voice more than we probably do, or at least more than I was at the time. We trust that voice and know that like, 
if we're feeling called and pulled in a certain direction, listen to that. You, that is your sign and start to take those steps towards that the best you can. That's very inspiring because I think that uh, all of us dream and they have this little bucket list of things and we think, oh yeah, one day I will do it. And, um, you know, maybe that's something that I will put off for now. And we just laid our days, maybe like thinking about this in our minds and maybe just try and go for it. And that also leads perfectly to the next question because we might have that support system in our lives. So let's talk a little bit about who helped you along this journey, which definitely sounds like what we see is like, oh, she's just so successful, but it took years <laughs> to get there. So who helped you get there? Who was yes. the strongest pe people that were standing on the sidelines? Yes. There are, so there are a few facets to this. You know, obviously the people that have played the biggest role would be like my husband, my friends, my family. I'm very, very, very grateful to have a very supportive inner circle that mm -hmm. surrounds me. And I realize not everyone has that, you know, sometimes if you, you know, you tell your hopes and dreams to your family or friends, sometimes they're supportive and sometimes they're like, wait, you're going to do that. Like, are you yep. sure? Like they kind of keep pushing that doubt. And so, you know, I don't ever want that to be something that holds somebody back because again, it's your life that you're living. If you are feeling called to do something, that responsibility is yours to keep taking those steps forward. Love but it, it absolutely helps when you have a good circle of people around you. Um, and I was very grateful because, you know, there's a quote that's like, you know, you become like the five people that you spend most of your time with. And so that's where I, you know, I took that to heart and I encourage you to as well, like everyone listening, you know, you get to choose who you surround yourself. You may not get to choose the family you were born into, but you can choose the people that are going to be in your inner circle. And when you are living life from your aligned place, guess what? You're going to start attracting more people like that into your life. And Love I know it. for me, like as I was going through that transition of working full time into entrepreneurship, I, I, started attracting more entrepreneurial friends into my inner circle. And then the things that I were do was doing that felt kind of crazy and out there and risky felt so much more normal. So having a very loving and supportive husband, having, you know, developing, I have a great friend network, but then also expanding that into people that were doing similar things that I was doing really made it helpful um, in taking that journey and continuing along that journey. Um, and then as you're on it, again, you start to attract more people that are doing those things. So like my business partners in the app are like some of my best friends. Like they're, you know, yes, they're business partners, but they're also like friends and they've helped support and help me grow my business to where it is today. The other thing, so the other facet, so that's kind of like the in-person section of it. And, you know, I feel like sometimes it can feel hard to meet people, but again, that falls back into that faith and that trust that like, if you are putting yourself out there as authentically as you can, you are going to attract similar people into your life. But then we have this beautiful thing called the internet now and social media. <laughs> and now we can connect with people all over the world. And that's one thing that I love is I've been able to connect with so many people that I never would have been able to before if it wasn't for the internet. But just like in person friends, 
the same thing is going to happen online. So, you know, if you're following a bunch of pages and things that don't inspire you and lift you up and make you feel, you know, excited to take on the day, you need to kind of audit who you're following and who you're allowing into your social media inner circle. Um, and so I know for me, like that's something where if I'm following pages that aren't inspiring me or aren't making me feel good, get them out of here. Like if you ever want to follow them again, go for it, but like clear them out and create that space for the people that you want to be inspiring you to, to fill in. Um, and so that's, what's really cool about the internet is you're able to connect with so many people that you never have before. I've been able to make many Instagram friends um, that literally live in different parts of the United States, different countries that I never would have been able to connect with otherwise. So that has been a really cool way to develop a support system that I would have never had otherwise. So don't feel like, you know, if whatever it is you're striving for, if like your friends aren't, you know, kind of where you would like them to be or you know your social media isn't quite where you want it to be allow there to be shift and change there and and put yourself out there like you you can create some really strong um relationships nowadays even if they're not people that like live in your town that you're like going to get coffee with in person you can hop on a zoom call and have coffee with them or totally or whatever it. so yeah, yeah and and really responding to that, obviously, is that when you open your social media, you also look at it as that's your self-care. So you want to maybe pamper your soul and pamper your mind with something that actually will make you happy and spark that joy. So looking at things exactly. that don't lead to that is going to be quite frustrating. And I did the same thing. I was kind of going through and I was like, why am I actually following these people? you know, I don't need to do this. Nobody forces me to do this. So I'm just going to let go. And letting go is sometimes a really good way to nourish your soul because you're realizing that maybe that connection just fed negative energy into your life and you didn't need that. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I know that there's one thing we say on the podcast a lot is be grateful for your triggers. So mm -hmm. I know that like when there would be certain things that would trigger me in social media, it was like that gave me the opportunity to do work on why that's triggering. But that doesn't mean that you need to keep following those people and that you need to keep them there. You know, it's like you want to do that work yourself and see like, why is this bugging me so much? Or why do I feel hurt by seeing this? You know, that will give you like a, a lens of like, you know, diving deeper into your own self development journey. But you need to be very mindful of what you're keeping in there because, again, you know, your thoughts create your reality around you. And if the things that you are consuming are giving you negative thoughts, it's going to create a negative reality in your life. Oh, sure. There, that's, I feel like there have been so many life lessons I've learned through parenthood and becoming a mom because it does, it really throws you for a loop i mean your entire yeah. world changes your priorities shift and change you know you're not the same person after mm -hmm. you have a baby and navigating that is a very beautiful thing but it's also i mean it's a complex thing mm -hmm. and you do you get so like that has been probably one of my biggest themes the, the last 12 months has been like truly being present and mm -hmm. you know i practice that in a lot of ways through yoga through breath work through meditation but becoming a mom, I have really had to hone that skill in because it does. It just all goes by in a blink of an eye. And so 
I do feel like that's one of the skills that I've really honed in on and mastered the last um, 12 months is, is being present. And it's a practice, like just like anything else, it's a practice. It's something that you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days and that's okay. Like we just show up, we do our very best we can. And, and that's all we can really do. I did a mindfulness study with my students and I asked them, so do you engage in mindfulness? Do you practice some breath work? Do you go for walks? How do you take care of yourself? And they gave me different examples. But the one thing is I also asked them, why don't you do these things on a daily basis? And they said, well, we just don't have time. Right. And I told them that that will probably never change. It will probably just get more complex as you add those responsibilities to your life, whether it's getting a new pet, having a child, maybe purchasing a house, starting a really stressful job. The time is so challenging. And that's just something you have to be the master of your own destiny in your day. Mm -hmm. So how, how would you recommend, what's your biggest recommendation to manage time? So there are two things that I have to say about um, time management and that being kind of one of those excuses that a lot of people say. And like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have mastered it because there's no doubt in my mind, especially the last year, that ha not having enough time has been my excuse. Exactly. But it's like, I need to practice what I preach because when you tell yourself, I don't have enough time to do this. I, I'm so busy. I have so many things to do. I'm overwhelmed. I don't have enough time to do the self-care practices I want to do. When you tell yourself that story, guess what? You're not going to have time. Oh, You're going it. to keep yeah. attracting no time, feeling busy, feeling overwhelmed into your life. But that's not always the case. You sometimes need to get a little creative. And like I said, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I am the master of this because I'm still very much working through this myself. But an example would be, I have two things that I've recently been doing to give myself that time. Um, so I, I have to give up the fact that like basically from the morning till the evening until Ava's in bed during that time, it, it's challenging to do any real thing. And in, so this morning, for example, I woke up before she woke up and I went down into our spare bedroom and I did a nice breathwork meditation to start my day. And then this evening, like, so actually this last month has been a really big theme of mine, um, is to take time in the evening to get back into my journaling practice. Oh, so nice. those are two things that I'm making an effort to include into my day um, that that work really well. The other thing is asking for help. If you're feeling very overwhelmed, is there something like, you know, so my situation is, you know, I've got this little baby that I'm taking care of. Well, I, you know, I also have, like I said, a great, I have babysitters, I have my husband, like, it's okay for me to let them take care of her for an evening a week and or whatever works for your schedule and then do the yoga class or do the breathwork session or go out for a coffee date or do those things you just need to be very um you know you need to be proactive about it you need to to schedule those things in and you need to find a way that works for where you at where you are at in life and so no does my i used to have like a really long luxurious morning routine and right now that's not a reality for me. And that's okay. I'm still finding those small ways mm -hmm. to fill my cup as often as possible. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's easier, you know, feels easier than others. But if you keep telling yourself, 
if that is the story you are telling yourself, I don't have time, I am too busy, I'm overwhelmed, you know, I, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, that's never going to end. You need to stop telling yourself that. And then you need to find that small way to start taking action. And that will start to build momentum and snowball into whatever that looks like for you. I sometimes tell my students, five minutes. You do have five minutes. If you don't have five minutes in the day for yourself, you have a real problem. <laughs> right. And just yes. start with five minutes. Five minutes mm -hmm. of that breath work. Five minutes of that stretching, as you talked about, the journaling. And then yeah. once it becomes a habit, maybe you can add another five minute segment into your right. day. Starting well, with like little bit and then adding from there. It doesn't have to be an hour workout. <laughs> exactly. We all have five or 10 minutes. Um, if, you know, I guarantee you're on your phone, scrolling Instagram, scrolling TikTok, <laughs> scrolling Facebook for more than 10 minutes a day. Um, so if you have that time, it is, it, it's a choice. And I realize it's not always the easiest to put the phone down and do something mm -hmm. for your own mental wellness um, mm -hmm. or overall wellness, but it, it's that choice. And when you start to make those decisions, yeah, it starts to snowball and it becomes and feels just part of your everyday life. It doesn't feel like you're doing anything super challenging and super hard. Yeah, because it becomes part of your habit. And sometimes um, I'm like a big scheduler. I just put it on my calendar, whatever, 8.30 at night, stretching. And then it's on my calendar and it's like, oops, I guess I, I scheduled it. I thought it would be a good idea. And then once I'm done, I feel amazing. It's just yeah. the, the fact of doing it. But once it's on your calendar, it feels like you thought deep down that that's what you need. And you just sometimes mm -hmm. need to think about how am I going to feel afterwards? I will feel amazing. Absolutely. I feel my cup and I spent five minutes doing something great for myself. I did that self-care and it's never really selfish to do this. Let's remember the Wellness Wednesday, the five minutes for yourself. Thank you so much, Mary, for being here. I really yes. appreciate it. And I look forward to connecting soon again. And I'm going to do some stretching right now. <laughs> yes, sounds good. All right. Thank you me so much. Thank you. Bye. All right. That's it for today's episode of the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful recording of the 2022 Instagram Live episode with Mary Oxner. If you have any suggestions for future content or any feedback, please let me know. I would also love to share with you that I'm about to launch my Journey to Wellness program. And I'm sure that you as a happy, healthy hustler would love to be part of this wonderful 21-day transformational program. It gives you some quick and easy tools that you can use at home to get your health journey started. Stay tuned. And until then, we'll catch you next time. Thank you.